We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. That wakes me up. <laughs> Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations in the news. I didn't think we were allowed to say anything. Well, that's why I was keeping my yeah, I was keeping my mouth shut. Susan Rose sneaking out of here because she's a Hall of Famer right now. Buffalo yeah. Broncaster Hall of Famer. That's right. It's set to be announced in a couple of hours, but, you know. She'll be there. Spoil the fun. Well, I, they spoiled their own fun. They put it on their Facebook page. So congratulations, Susan. We get to work with the Hall of Famer every That's morning. That's awesome. I can't wait to, uh, I mean, I'm assuming we get, like, some big plaques and everything to put in the studio. That'd be great. That would be sweet. Yeah. Uh, but Susan Rose going into the Buffalo Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Greatly Very deserved. Cool there. Um, 803-0930 to join us this morning. Beamaz and Beamer. Joe, how are you doing? Uh, Brian, I'm doing well. I actually am feeling better than it looks outside. I'm the opposite of yesterday. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yesterday I wasn't feeling as sunny as it was outside, but I am feeling sunny today. Um, unfortunately, outside, not so much. You have a, a, uh, a way of waking me up with our conversation. As you walk in the door well, here, it's I, just... I, I mean, I wish that's... I, I think that's a conversation that we could really have on the air. I think a lot of people could relate. Mm. Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe someday. Um, How are uh, you doing, Brian? I'm, I'm doing well. You said you were a little tired. Yeah. I Tuesday has that feeling, doesn't it? I just... Um, a lot of days have that feeling, Joe. Uh, where you're just... You're, you're in it uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but, you know, I'm snapping myself out of it. There and it we're is. getting going. And, you know, Joe, this is something we uh, – I saw this this morning. Very funny. Very true. I had to, you know, make sure to look to see what was going on here, that this was actually something that was real and I wasn't being duped. Very funny, very true. And you know how we have the conversation all the time? And every time we say it, you know, you have a little bit of, uh, what's the word here? There's there's a little bit of something to your voice when you say it, right? Um, you know, lawmakers in Albany on vacation until, you know, the uh, Congress returns to work in, you know, 80 days or whatever, right? <laughs> the, just the idea, you know, that they don't work a lot. You know what was funny? Until I spoke with uh, Angelo Morinello on Sunday, I thought the recess was till like August. I didn't realize it was for the rest of the year. 
<laughs> like I, I didn't realize that they're not going back to Albany till January. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's easy to make fun of, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, because it, it is kind of funny. Um, however, I always when you know you, you make fun of it. Um, oh, on vacation. You know, very important stuff to get done. But uh, they're on vacation until next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, at the same time, I'm always like, well, I. That's good though. That they're not just constantly working, right? Because if they were, their work is to make up new laws and legislation, pass bills, right? And do we really want you know, three hundred sixty-five days a year of, of just, new laws? Yeah, people working to pass new things. Because Joe, this is what happens when that happens. Let's look up north to the town of Fort Erie, ah, in Ontario, I've been Canada. There a few times. Who uh, on their Facebook page <laughs> um, uh, reminded residents that under the town's licensing bylaw, newspapers delivered in urban areas in the town of Fort Erie are required to be placed in mailboxes rather than tossed onto driveways. Yeah, that's Ooh. a law passed. This is what happens when you have <laughs> lawmakers on the job for too long. They start saying, hey, paperboy. On the bike, tossing the paper, like, you know, that simple slice of Americana. Don't we all wish we still lived oh, yeah. in a time where after school some kid could get on his bike, put a baseball card in the spokes. That's right. And toss some uh, papers onto people's driveway. That was 14-year-old Joe Beamer. Well, you can't do that in the town of Fort Erie. Uh, <laughs> um, they cannot be tossed onto driveways. But you they can have put to it be put in the mailbox. In the mailbox. See, yes. that's different than here, because here, if anything but mail goes in the mailbox, you've broken a law. Mailbox or, you know, paper box yeah, or something like that. And the town has created a webpage where residents can report the oh improper placement <laughs> or opt out of delivery. So I went to the link, and yeah, please provide the details in the form below. It'll be shared with the appropriate distributor. And, uh, yeah, we will uh, get into the bottom of how a newspaper ended up on your front doorstep instead of in a box nicely placed. Well, then I hope there's a law for the uh, for the residents that are getting the newspaper that if you are on vacation and don't cancel your newspaper, then that's something you you pay a fine because now you forced the poor male guy or woman to uh, place the paper where they are not supposed to. But I mean, that's that's what happens, right? You, you toss have the people paper. on the job too much, then they they start looking for problems. I mean, that's was this a real problem? Who was complaining about that? I, I'm, I'm sure someone was. Oh, Joe, I think everyone can think of people in their neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. Well, who, as a, who would complain about this? as a former uh, paper boy myself? Believe me, I I know those. Com- <laughs> hey, complaints can you toss well. it a little more to the left, please? <laughs> uh, did you get a lot of that? No, I had a. I I remember there was one couple, very nice couple. Um, and one time I was in a hurry, and so I tossed their paper what I thought was close to the door. And the next, uh, the next day they reminded me that they gave me a really nice Christmas bonus and that they want their, pa- their paper between their storm oh, door and their the door. Deal. Yeah. That was the that, unspoken agreement? That was their – like, yeah, like months after Christmas. <laughs> I didn't last long on the, on the paper route, by the way. Um, it, that's just incredible. Well, that's a Fort Erie, Ontario. If you are happen to be north of the border, maybe this weekend, something like that, and you see a paper on a driveway, make sure to report it to the proper authorities. That's right. And if you're in Fort Erie right now and you're looking out your window saying, wait a minute, is that my newspaper in the driveway? Hey, 
Now you know what to do. <laughs> Go storming out there and uh, figure it out. Be- before we get to the uh, – speaking of Congress uh, lawmaking, the, the old NY23, right, that Tom Reed just up and left, okay? There's someone running for that seat for just to serve for a couple of months. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And since we're on the on the bodies of government, I just wanted to put that that opinion out there that now someone will serve for maybe three months in a seat that will no longer be existing, and they'll collect a pension. But isn't that the, um, I mean, the true spirit of term limits on display right there? <laughs> to an extreme. Three months. <laughs> now let me ask you: If that was you, would you just take the paycheck and go, or would you try to put your name on as many? bills, procedures as possible. Oh, I'm there to work. Yeah, okay. We're going. I was in Congress, right? There's the proof. The idea behind filling a seat for a very short amount of time, every time there's, you know, pushback of just wait till the next election, do we have to spend the money to put on a spec for only a few months? My response to that is always, well, what's the point of having representation at all? Because now you have a huge amount of people who are without representation. And that's not right. So, yeah, I fill the seat and uh, work hard while you're there. I hope <laughs> I hope you put your name on everything. Uh, you make a real stamp out of it because people deserve to be represented. And that's why, even if it's only for a couple months in between one election and another, yeah, that's why you fill the seat. You're saying there should be no taxation without representation. That's right. That's there's a, right, there's a license plate that says that. That's right. Um, we're going to be <laughs> dumping tea. Out of the door. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're kind of looking around here, and we've both been talking about the same thing for a number of days now. And and that is the security. We talked about it this morning on the morning show. Jeff Ronaldo joined us. He uh, runs Vista Security, about the demand for security services, armed security officers at places. And we've seen it more and more. And, Joe, I feel like me and you, we have the conversation a lot about where you're seeing these, when you're seeing security, um, if it's odd that you are in some places and not others or sometimes and not others, right? It almost seems uh, what I've said over the last week or so, and the reason for this might be the shortage that we were talking about this morning, but it almost seems random. Yes. I, you know, it's, it could be at, you know, I've gone to a few, I usually go to the same grocery stores. Okay. And sometimes there's armed security there that was never there before. Yeah. And sometimes they're not. And it doesn't really seem to correlate with any particular, like, busy point of the day or anything. It just, it's almost random. Unless they're in the bathroom or something, you know, at the time. I, it's random when you see it. That's a great point. I was at the same grocery store twice yesterday for delivery purposes. And during what would be a non-busy like afternoon, there was someone standing out pacing the front. I went back there in the evening. They were no longer there. Now, like you said, maybe they were in a different part of the store, but I didn't see the car there that I saw in the uh, afternoon. Uh, but I, I, I am seeing Security more often than not, but you're right, Brian. You can go to one place and it not be there two or three hours later. You see it a lot more. I say random, you know, store by store as to when it's there, who is there, you know, what type of security. It kind of seems, you know, very different 
uh, from place to place, but it's definitely there. Yeah, there's a presence. 803-0930. Um, where, where do you see it? How, does it make you feel any safer? 803-0930, give us a call this morning. I, I, I've seen it a lot more, Joe. There are some places where it's notable. Some places, you know, as I mentioned, random here uh, every once in a while, not there every once in a while. And I come to the question of does it make you feel any safer? And I don't know. I don't know what the answer. Now, does it make you safer? I think that's probably a yes. Yes. Right. You, you know, uh, you can pretty firmly say if they have some sort of plan or some security guard in safe, does it make you uh, in place? Does it make you safer if something were to happen? Yeah. I mean, the answer is probably yes. But does it make you feel any safer? I don't know. I feel like that's a more complicated question. Yeah, I think it depends on the person, right? Obviously, like I said uh, a few weeks ago, um, when, when my wife texts me, hey, you know, there's there's a police officer outside the school. and I, I, I guess that officer has been there uh, pretty consistently. Eh, I feel a little more comfortable, right? Hey, you know, there's someone outside the building uh, that makes me feel more comfortable uh, knowing that that's outside her school. And on Saturday, went to an anniversary mass and there was a cop in the front of the church. I'm not going to lie, Brian. I, I felt pretty safe. I, I was like, you know, hey, as someone, as, as I, I brought this up a few weeks ago. Yes, is it heartbreaking that this is where we are in the United States of America? Yes, I, I, I'll give you that. But it did make me feel safer. I, I was happy to see uh, someone standing guard outside the church uh, at the doors. Yeah, I, I don't know if I get that feeling of uh, making you feel safer. I mean, you know, if there is... Um like uh, arena or stadium level security outside of a shopping center, that probably makes you feel safer, you know, against anything, Uh, just a huge robust, but uh, security guard or two in place. I I don't know if, you know, I'm walking through there and I'm feeling much different or at ease at all. I'm wondering, I think for a lot of people, it might have the opposite effect. We talked about this with Jeff Ronaldo um, and, and this was, Something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, he was in here with me for an hour, and something we've talked about since is there is a line to balance, too, where you mentioned church. It's not typically, in my experience, this has changed in some places over the years, not typically the place you expect to see an armed security guard. I brought up to him uh, a couple of weeks ago the first time at the arena where they had you know, heavily armed sheriff's deputies outside the arena. And I remember walking in with my wife and she was saying, what is going on here? Like, what <laughs> did I miss something? Is, you know, what's the reason for this? It's kind of jarring. So there's also that line to walk to where it, it could serve as a reminder that people are on the lookout for something to go wrong. It could make you feel a little on edge. In some spots. So it is. It, there's a line to walk. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, it is person to person. For me, does it serve as that reminder? Yes. And, and like I said, it, it, it is, I'll admit it, it's sad that that's where we are. But at the same time, for me personally, I see, you know, a guard or two. I see uh, an armed police officer. I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty safe. So it is that sad reminder. But at the same time, it gives me that sense of security. And here's one more for you, Joe. In the past month... Have your habits changed when you're inside of a store? 
I think it's easy to say, well, you know what? This is not stopping. I still go into the supermarket. I still go somewhere else. But you can go into the store and still have your habits change inside a little yep. bit. And now, you know, I think part of this armed security for stores, if you're, you know, quite frankly, looking at the business aspect of it, is you don't want people to feel like they go into this and they're getting in and out right away because, you know, people will still go shopping. They'll still go out to the grocery store. But once they step in, they might feel, all right, let, let's get out of here. You know, there, there's no lollygagging around like there might have been before. Right. Do you notice a difference like that? My habits, something we talked about on this show, Brian, I used to always wear headphones into the store. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore because if something happens, I need to be able oh, to yeah, hear. That's very interesting. Yeah, so I don't plug the headphones in to go walk I was actually thinking about that at the gym the other day. Really? Because I'm, I'm wearing big over-the-ear headphones that the gym. block out yeah. just about everything. And, you, you know, we sit in here every morning uh, you know, for five hours a day before, you know, right before I walk in there. And we have these conversations with people who do security about being aware, you know, what do you And it's constantly on your mind. So I was thinking about that. It hasn't changed my thoughts at the gym. I will say, though, at the store, though, I'm aware of where an exit is. Yes, yes. I'm aware um, that there's back, you know, the, the front of the store is not the only way to get out of a store for the most part. Um, and, and there's definitely a little bit more of that awareness, whether I'm, you know, searching for it or not. It just kind of is in your head. Yep. Um, what about you? 803-0930 to join us here on WBEN. By the way, there's a texter that says, arm guard at every bank. There is still, and as long as I can remember, a guard outside my bank. And that's, that's been the case, as, like I said, as long as I can remember. And that's not every bank anymore. I don't know if it always was every single one, but I definitely, I've, I've definitely been to the bank many times where that's not the case. Um, we'll go over, uh, let's see, who do we have here? I'm sorry, I got a, my name. Uh, I, I hope it's Bradford. Is it Bradford. That's correct, yeah. All right, it's good. I, I have a Brad F and then dot, 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 so I was, I I was guessing. I your name screen is so short. <laughs> it's, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Bradford, what's on your mind? I'm just driving into work right now, and I just heard your conversation. And, you know, definitely more paying attention and alert when I'm going to grocery stores. There's definitely a different feeling um, just due to what's happened. And I just one situation that just occurred just the other day was I went into a grocery store. There was a security guard as you walked in. But he was leaning against the wall. He was on his cell phone, scrolling through, not paying attention to anything that's going on. Now, in that situation, I feel like, you know, with everything going on, you think he'd be on high alert, kind of just really paying attention. And that kind of was like a situation where I'm like, I'm not, I don't feel safer with this guy being here right now. I it, Yeah, I mean, I could see how that happened. You know, it, Bradford, thanks for the call. Not every security guard and security officer that you see is good <laughs> alike. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to say good. But it's not going to give you the same feeling person to person to person. Every person's different. And, yeah, there's going to be some. You walk in. Um, By good, I mean good at their job. As good as other, others may be at their job. Yes, in that I will tell you I think a very important part of that job is the sense of security. Yeah. Right? Even uh, as much as actually physically offering that secure is the sense of security. 
I think a good security guard at the door, you know, he mentioned somebody on their phone. I, I think a good security guard at the door is saying, hi, you know, welcome. How are you? Right. Yeah. You know, and it kind of puts you at ease a little bit. But it also, I, I would imagine from their standpoint, you're talking to everybody. Right. You're scoping them out. You're looking people in the eye. Uh, Chris in Boston is retired law enforcement. Chris, am I right on that? That's correct. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was just listening to what you guys were saying. And again, I, even before, you know, most of these shootings were happening, um, I just think people just are kind of, you know, just complacent and just go about their, you know, unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, it, you know, people have so many things on their mind. But it's just with, with what we see going on, I think that's, you know, you have to be aware of, you know, where you are, where you're going at all times. And again, not to be paranoid about it. You know, I mean, we... Like I said, it's unfortunate what we're seeing, but at the same time, I think people should be always be aware of you know whether it's a movie theater, whether it's a supermarket, whether it's a you know a park, where you know a church, um, you know we have to be aware of things like you know where exits are, where you know uh, entrance, egress, um, you know, and my family is aware. I mean, whenever I've you know they're they're kind of. <laughs> sick of hearing me talk about things but i'm like you know if anything were to happen i'm like you guys do this listen to what i'm saying um but um again like i said you don't want i don't want to make people paranoid about you know saying things like that and like oh we should. yeah you, you know chris i'm wondering if at the base level do you think the fire drill analogy is a good one here that uh, you don't have to necessarily because we know everyone's not going to do this. You don't have to have a conversation with your family or think about, you, you know, okay, if shots are fired here, you know, this is exactly what you do. But more on the fire drill, hey, just know, hey, these are where the exits are. Um, generally speaking, in any grocery store, they're kind of in similar places, you know, in the back, along the sides. This is uh, where you would go. And it's like a fire drill. I don't think about a fire, but everyone knows pretty much what to do. If there were to be a fire, you mean? Are you asking should people just automatically assume or know what to do? Yeah, it's you know you're not paranoid every day about there being a fire in whatever building you are, but that fire right. drill mentality—it's been drilled in us since we were little kids, right? That you just—it's instinct if it were to happen. Yeah, and again, for, but for the most part, I'm talking like you know, if if they're with me, you know, because obviously my first reaction is to run would be to run toward the fight to run toward you know the the gunfire or to you know first in my or actually get my family keep my family safe first but then and again it drives you know my wife crazy because you know i'm i'm always willing to get involved in something but that's just how you know it's my job it's how i was you know you know <laughs> raised the last 20 28 years but again i just think um, for the most part, I think people do know, but at the same time, I think people, I, I just, I wish I, you know, I wish people were a little bit less complacent. And again, it's, it's sad that I have to say that and people shouldn't have to worry about it, but, but they do. And I just, I don't know. I just, I want people to be safe. And I just, I think we are seeing more organizations, more businesses, more churches kind of take that. I don't want to say aggressive step, but they're being a little bit more um, aware of, you know, customers, employees, and, you know, I'm, I just, you know, like I said, it's sad that we have to do this, but at the same time, um, you know, I just, 
I'd like people to be a little bit more aware of what's going on. I, I don't want to see victims. You know, I want to yeah. see, and I'm not saying if people have to go and, and, you know, run and jump on a gunman. I mean, their first you know reaction is to protect themselves and to run away. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I want to see people, you know, I want to see people safe. Knowing what to do, awareness. Chris, thanks for the call. Good stuff. Um, 8030930 to join BMAS and Beamer on WB. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, yes, back. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Before we get back to the topic and to your calls at 803-0930, I've had two text messages. I think they're from the same person asking about how my uh, how the little game this morning that I play went. Did my car start? And for the second day in a row, it started on the first try. So, haven't taken it in yet, uh, but it is actually running pretty well. Good job. Now, watch. I say that, and you're going to see me getting towed out of the parking lot. Yeah. Here. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for that to happen. I knew it. Uh, 803-0930 to join us this morning. We we're talking about security in public places. I No doubt you've seen it more in the last few weeks than you've maybe seen it ever before. Uh, where have you seen it? Has it been random? Is it all over the place? Is it in places you would expect, places you wouldn't expect? Let us know. And does it make you feel more safe in that place? If not security, what does? Uh, do you have any other sort of feeling? L- let us know on that, 803-0930. Also want to mention, congratulations to Susan Rose, who's with yes. me in here every single morning. Buffalo Broadcasters Hall of Fame, the official announcement set for a little over an hour from now. And uh, she's going in. So that's uh, great, exciting stuff. And we'll hear way more uh, about all the details coming up, but well-deserved uh, going into the Hall of Fame. And she'll be at the official announcement. Uh, yeah. 11 o'clock. There. 11 o'clock. That's happening. So congratulations. And at some point after our show, after 10 o'clock, we will take you live to Washington uh, where we'll hear some of the testimony being given by uh, Buffalo families uh, who are uh, directly impacted by the top shooting, including former Buffalo Fire Commissioner uh, Garnell Whitfield, 
who's going to speak in front of a Senate Judiciary Committee in Washington. So all of that coming up on WBEN today. But for right now, does it make you feel safer? You know, Joe, we were talking a little bit, uh, you and I, about that that feeling you have during the store. I, I thought it was very interesting you uh, taking off the headphones while you're shopping. Yes. Just to be a little bit more aware. For how long have you? How long has that been going? Is that you know the past couple? How, how many trips to the store? Oh, that's. I mean, I go to the store almost every day because I don't. I don't buy a week's worth of things. That's I right. buy it as I need it. <laughs> so it's. Do you notice anything different aside from the music that they play? Oh, <laughs> uh, like you said, I'm just more aware of where I am in the store, right? I'm not. I'm not doing. I, I have been. I, I am a big one for to just walk through the aisles. Is there anything I could use? Anything I need now? I am in there. I pick my stuff up. Like you said, no lollygagging. I go back to the car. Now, is that more you know, on edge when I get out of the store? Or I don't like what they're playing. I don't have my headphones in. Let's just get the stuff and leave. Do you talk to people more? No. No? No. <laughs> no No more communication or interaction? Well, no, I mean, um, unless I'm paying with cash and I have to go to a register, there's I don't really run into anyone. Oh. I, I, I must be like... I don't know. Not in the norm. I, I can't like remember running into people in the grocery store all the time. I can't remember the last time I ran into someone I knew at the grocery store. Well, not not people you knew, oh. uh, you know, but just, you know, there's somebody in the aisle, right? Like, hey, what's going on? You're, you're passing them, just like a friendly hello. Or someone's looking for something in particular. Like, ah, do you know where this is? I'm like, ah, yeah, I think it's there. Or you do that to wow. somebody else. That happens all the time. See, you're, you're a lot... If I don't know where something is, I'll either go on the app and find it or just uh, tell my wife I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, they didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. I'll never I, I will never say I couldn't find it. I'll just say they didn't have it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were out. I don't know. <laughs> they, they were all out. <laughs> um, but I, do, do you handle yourself any differently in the store now that and that is one of the parts of security for a lot of people? I would say probably for most people, it does make them feel more secure having that presence, an armed security guard, a former officer or an off-duty officer out in the front. But that's not everybody. I think for some other people, it could be just kind of a reminder of what happened, a reminder of, oh, yeah, like this is something that people are worried about right now. Yeah, well— I noticed that the day, um, you know, the days following the shooting in Uvalde, um, you know, there were police outside most schools, and I had a lot of friends that, you know, said, "Oh, this is heartbreaking. I, I, I hate seeing this." And you know, and I agree with all that. But the thing they're missing is, I think it also gives you that sense of of comfort. But I saw a lot those following days, people dropping their kids off of school. You know, oh my God, this is awful. I don't know if I should leave my kid here. I think that what goes with that, and like you said, for most, not all, for most people is, okay, this, yeah, this is really sad, but it is that sense of security. It is that sense of, okay, there's someone out here on guard. Um, Bob is joining us on WBEN, 803-0930, by the way, if you want to weigh in. Um, well, Bob, I might have just hung up on Bob, or Bob hung up on us. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> we'll just blame it on Bob. Yeah, we'll blame it on Bob. Just like, uh, yeah, they didn't have it. <laughs> it wasn't on me. They just straight up didn't have it. I uh, and Bob was had something to say about looking for the exit, and I mentioned that before. Where I'm, I wouldn't say I'm looking for the exit. I'm just more aware, and I do think there's a difference. Like I'm, I'm not going into the store. Okay, I know here, here, here. Like I'm, you know, 
you're, you're searching or something. You are just kind of a little bit more aware. And I don't, it's when I catch myself being aware, it is a little unsettling, I got to say. You know, just that you were thinking about this that you never would have thought of before. Right. Yeah. Uh, is there anywhere strange that you've seen a security guard that you wouldn't expect? You know, I, I was I was trying to think that. I mean, I didn't really expect it outside of a church. Um, but then we heard uh, Jeff Ronaldo talking, and yeah, it, it makes sense. But I can't I can't think of somewhere where I go, oh, that's that's you know, it's strange to see. It, again, the store, the mall. I, I've seen an increased um, presence. The the one time I've been to the mall in the last few weeks. Um, and at my bank, but again, I've that branch of the bank, uh, I've always noticed a security guard. I, I can't really say that I've noticed in places that I wouldn't expect, right? I, I mean, the grocery store is kind of the obvious now, just because I, that's where the attack happened. That's where right. people are maybe thinking about grocery it. stores and, um, and schools. But I wouldn't say like the mall, the mall is a great example because it is, you know, one of these wide open spaces and you're wondering like, what is, is there going to be something, um, at, at every entrance and exit? I, I wouldn't say I noticed anything out of the ordinary or over the top at uh, the mall. The one time I was there in the past few weeks. But you do notice it more in places, uh, grocery yeah. stores, you know, you kind of, uh, you name it. Um, Joe, the new, you have an iPhone, I have an iPhone. Yes. The new update, uh, this reminded me when you said, that, oh, they just don't have it instead of coming clean, uh, you know, and saying I couldn't find something or I forgot, which, you know, oh, it's never I, I forgot. I have never forgotten anything. That's a lie. That's been asked of me. Okay. It's always try my hardest. If I had to rank the responses I would give, you know, the most used is they didn't have it. Yeah. Then second would be I couldn't find it. Third would be I forgot. Because to me, I forgot is like the worst one. Because then it, she comes back at you with like, what do you mean? It's on the list. Right. It's right there. It's on the list. I forgot, I think, is the only only used when recently you've been caught in a lie and you're trying to get back on the, I don't lie. I forgot. See, I'm being honest. <laughs> but now there's a new wrinkle to all this. The iPhone is going to give you the ability in iMessage. So if you're going iPhone to iPhone, which I think is the majority of my text, by the way. Oh, yeah. You are going to be able to, under the new, and I think both people would have to have the new operating software for this to work. That's right. That would make sense. You're going to be able to go back and delete or edit a text sent. From the thread. So, are, so first on the editing, I don't quite understand the editing. Because in a text message conversation where grammar is already, you know, pretty relaxed... <laughs> Do you? I mean, have you ever felt the need to go back and correct grammar? I guess. Well, I shouldn't. There's typos all the time, right? In text, where an autocorrect will do you wrong, like it'll autocorrect something to something completely different. Change the meaning of the sentence. It, it, it rarely ever does that. It just makes for me the sentence totally incomprehensible right you can't understand a names that happens to a lot right you type in a name and it thinks it's two separate words and right. it's like what is going on here so maybe that's actually the case but if it's just a typo a typo in text I'm, I'm never worried about no no and before i you know instead of 
typing edit and then going back and editing it, I'll just say what I meant to say with an asterisk right. next to it. Wouldn't you do that? Yeah. I would just, like just kind of do that. I don't think that's going to change my texting. I think I will very rarely edit a text. Will you delete a text message? I can't. The only way is I'm sitting here right now. The only way I could think of going back in a conversation and removing, unsending a text message, basically, would be to mess with people. To put something out there, um, you know, have someone respond, go off on, you, you know, a tangent or something like that, <laughs> remove the prompt and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then just to see, I'm answering your question. I'm like, what question? Yeah, what question are you talking about? <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, that or what, like you said earlier, Brian, um, you never asked me to do that. What are you talking about? No, I text you that. No, you didn't. You go back through the thread. I think those uh, those two times, but even like deleting texts, I, I can't think of a time where I go, oh, I shouldn't have sent that. I mean, I, I mean, I have, but that was in my my far past. Sending a text you shouldn't have sent, you know. Yeah, I don't do three, that anymore. Three in the morning, you wake up at eight. Going, I don't think I ever really, you know, I, have sent I, I was never text. really doing that. But that I could see that for a lot of people, the the late uh, text or something like that. Yeah. Someone's chiming in that okay. In the same update, you are going to be able to flag a text as unread, so that you can come back to it later. Someone texting into our text board eight zero three zero nine thirty that they wish they could do that because, and this happens to me all the time, right? Because I'm looking at text sometimes while I'm here at work. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to respond to it. And I'm busy doing other things, but I see it, right? And I open it, and then I completely forget about it. And it might have been something that usually it's just nothing. It can kind of just go by the wayside, unanswered. But sometimes it's something that you would have to remember or respond to. Normally, this is from my wife, like, "Hey, take out the chicken out of the freezer when you get home," or something along those lines. You're going to delete that text? I'll oh, see wait. it. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, now I have the option. I'll see it, but then I'll forget about it because then, you know, we're not texting back and forth all the time throughout the day. And I'll forget that, oh, it, you know, 630 in the morning, you texted me to take out the chicken. I'm sorry. By the time I, I was done with work and headed home, I didn't have a notification on my phone anymore. I didn't see the reminder at all. So then you just delete it. That's why you got to do something that I've learned to do. You get that text, because obviously I'm going to forget. And then I set an alarm on my phone mm. for when I know I'm going to be home. And then that alarm goes off. And That's pretty good. Yeah, the alarm so, with a note. This is the new update. So you'll be able to see the text and then like check a box or something and mark, well, let's pretend I didn't read this so it reminds me of it a little bit later yeah, on. That's, that's another good that's way good. to do it. Yeah. I... Um, <laughs> The alarm thing, I've done that before, and it's always just, you know, I have an alarm every week to clean the shower at, like, a certain time oh, of the afternoon. You clean the shower? You don't? No, I do. That's a lie. Every week? That's a, <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> I can just tell if you could see the look on uh, Joe's face on the radio. Like, oh, yeah, I clean the shower. Uh, but no, I, but it is one of those alarms that goes off, and I'm just, right. you know, it's swipe. I'm not, you know, unless I'm there or within a, a few steps of the shower, I'm probably not doing it then and there. You know, we'll, we'll put that off for some other time. 
but it's pff, alarm. I do have to be better about cleaning, you know. Now Apparently. That, now that I have a bathroom that I use and my wife never goes in, like, I got to probably. So you have a regular bathroom and a disgusting bathroom is what you're trying to say? Well, yeah. I mean, her, her bathroom's all nice. And then the one that I use in the morning, um, yeah, let's just say I probably could put some time into that. It is kind of amazing that you have to clean a shower in the first place, right? Like, it's all, you're, you're cleaning the soap. Off the that shower, cleans you. basically. Yeah. Does it doesn't make sense. No. But can't you buy that stuff that you can spray the walls with after you're done showering? It doesn't work. Oh. Yeah. You can. It, it might <laughs> help out a little bit. You still have to clean it. Darn. You can't, you know, everyone's trying to sell you the thing. Just spray it and, you know, yeah. rinse Sa- it off. Spray it and forget it. No. No. doesn't nah. work. Darn. Um, it helps out a little bit, but no, not the whole way. All right. Yeah. Cleaning shower. It's on the list for this weekend. <laughs> You're going to set the reminder? I have to uh, – I still have to get the old update that came out like seven months ago for my phone. Oh, did I tell you what that did to my phone? Oh, yeah. I told you earlier. It completely reset my phone. Like I'm still putting passwords into all my apps, and my Apple Pay is deactivated. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's why I wait. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to like back up the phone and do all yeah. this, this before. I should have known about the backup. I go about and do that, uh, and I just never have the time to plug it in, to back it up to your computer or wherever, and then you download the whole update, and I'm never thinking. And I'm always scared to do it overnight. It always asks you, oh, yeah, oh, do you want to do it tonight? Set the reminder, uh, 9 o'clock or whatever. We'll just no alarm. update your phone. That's what I'm always worried about. My yep. alarm's on my phone. It's just going to mess with the alarm. I was without my phone for three hours like during, when I tried to do that update. And then, like I said, it had to reset itself and... I'm still still trying to put it back together. Was that your? Oh, you set different alarms though. You set alarm alarms. My only alarms on my phone, so that's why I'll never update the phone oh, yeah. at night because the, that's the only thing. As I said, I have my watch alarm, the the iPhone alarm, and my Alexa alarm. Usually, the phone and Alexa never go off, and my watch wakes me up. But I have that security that makes me sleep better at night. Right. Well, thank you for all your uh, comments in. Some of them. More helpful than others. I mean, this one about the... Uh... I don't know. I We're not even going to go into it. Uh, but we'll be back here uh, tomorrow. Congratulations to uh, Susan Rose once yes, again. congratulations. We'll have to hear all the details tomorrow morning. And uh, be sure to keep it locked right here because at some point after 10 o'clock, uh, you know how these things work. It might be a little bit later, but we are expecting after 10 o'clock, we'll send you live to Washington. You've been listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.